right, well, once uh, once Jamie gets down here, we'll start the dumb podcast. I, um, before we get into I want to talk about how I got into a fight on Facebook with a, a podcasting guru. <laughs> and uh, I was in, Jamie, what are you doing? Um, I don't know how I got into this group. I guess I got invited to it or oh, with some like did wrong. some Facebook ad. We'll talk about that too. Some Facebook ad or join this group or whatever. So I joined this podcasting group because I'll take any kind of information that someone oh can God. give you about how to attract more listeners. But here's the thing. They're all fucking shysters. They're all fucking liars. They're all fucking con artists. Uh, they're the same ilk as Tony fucking Robbins. It's just, it's all bullshit. It's words, 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 words. Blah, blah, blah. Exactly. No fucking action. No plans. No nothing. Because, like, I'm, I've been in the group now for several weeks. And it's all like, who in here has a podcast uh, that revolves around religion? Who in here has a podcast... Uh, that revolves around sports. How many hours a week do you put posting on social media about your podcast? So it's all like questions. It's never like, this is what you need to fucking do. Nothing definitive, nothing informative, all bullshit. So today there was some pod, uh, some, it was actually, it was yesterday, it was some question about uh, how many listeners do you have? And was talking about the analytics of the podcasting world. And, you know, everyone's like, oh, you know, I got like 50 and I've got 20 or what. You know, every, everybody's small fry because anyone who is worth their weight wouldn't be in this fucking stupid group, right? They would have left after one day realizing well, this guy doesn't know shit about shit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I replied, I said, I have no idea, because I don't. I have no idea how many people listen. I have no idea how many people might download this. I can only, I got six. That's right, Jason. I have six, and that's all that, that's, pro, that's what I should have posted. Right yes, right. That's what I should have posted. I, should, well, I, I have six. Who doesn't listen? I don't, I don't listen. So there's two out of the six in this room. Four. So Four. I, I commented on it. And so, and I basically just said I don't want to get caught up in the analytics because I don't think it matters. Ultimately, it doesn't matter because it would only the, matter if you were selling, wouldn't it? Well, and that's that's where I was going with it. That's because I was like, uh, until I'm making money or someone approaches me about wanting to advertise on this thing, or this dumb motherfucker gives me ideas of like how I can market and sell it to somebody, mm-hmm. then then here we fucking go. You're the goddamn guru. Right. Fucking tell me, buddy. Guru don't, me. Don't fucking ask. That sounds like a fucking sex move. Guru me. Uh, or maybe something on Dragon Ball Z. Guru me. Um, what? Gu- uh, Dragon Ball Z. Guru me. No. All right. Fair enough. Fine. I don't know. Uh, so someone else commented and said, yeah, you know, I don't really know. I don't want to get caught up in numbers. And I'm like, because it doesn't fucking matter. For all of these people, it doesn't. If you have 20 <laughs> listeners, it, it, it doesn't matter. You're, you're a drop in the ocean. It just doesn't fucking matter. So then the guy came back and he was like, uh, well, you know, if you really want to monetize your podcast, it's important to know these things. And then I came back at him and I said, let's be 100% honest right here. Nobody in this group is going to make money on their podcasts ever. 
<laughs> and then what do you think happened? Oh, he, I mean, he's the stink. He booted me from the group. I'm you, not in the oh, group anymore. I can't find it. I'm I'm not I looked for everything because I wanted to like read it word for word to everybody in here and it's gone. I, I went through all my mentions because it was from this morning and it's all fucking gone. So the dude fucking booted me from the group, probably banned me from it or whatever. So, so it's a private group? I don't know if it's or a private it's group or not. I I have no <laughs> fucking blocked. clue. Yeah, he probably he fucking blocked me because I'm a goddamn rabble rouser. Uh, pointing out the reality of it. I went and I looked just to see how many podcasts there are out there in the world. And there was an article from... Well, there was an article from November, and, I mean, God knows if it's quite accurate. They said there was 800,000 podcasts. And I think... I almost even think that's on that's on the low end. Yeah! Because everyone and their fucking mom has a podcast. And they, they talk about how... The majority of the podcasts, like 90% of those 800,000, uh, post like once every three months or something like that. Yeah, I was that. just going to say, I wonder, because I know there's some where like, or they'll have like 10 posts and then, then that's it. Yeah, because people get frustrated of like, mm-hmm. I'm not making money, nobody's listening to this, I feel the pressure of it. And I'm like, yeah, you're not going to make money, man. Everybody thinks they're going to be like, the next Joe Rogan or Mark Marin or whoever your fucking favorite podcaster is. And th- this is this is the secret to having a successful podcast. You guys ready? At home, you ready? Here's the secret that I'm going to tell you that this fucking motherfucking guru wouldn't tell you. You already got to be fucking famous. <laughs> I was going to say be famous. You already got to be famous <laughs> for whatever fucking... Joe Rogan was already famous before he did his podcast. He was a relatively big comedian. Then he was on The Man Show. Then he was on Fear Factor. He was on News Radio. He was in all this other shit. He was famous. Mm-hmm. Name me a podcaster that's very successful that wasn't famous in another capacity before they started podcasting. It's probably pretty few. I don't think I can. I can only think of like niche and only think of how popular it is, but that cereal, is it cereal or ear hustle? You know, like things like well, that. Well, in, in those, I will say uh, th- they have, well, it's niche, but they're also like connected to things. Like the N- there's the NPR podcast that I listen to. Like those people aren't necessarily famous on it, but they're, because they're a part of like the NPR mm-hmm. network, mm-hmm. boom, bing, boom. They're fucking got, they got like 800,000 subscribers to it. I was like, yeah. fuck, there you go. Right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, like, I know in my heart of hearts, everybody, there's no money to be made in the Elemental podcast. I, I do it, and I tell everyone, do it because you love to do it. Mm-hmm. If you don't love doing this fucking, if you don't love doing your podcast, then you don't fucking do it. Like, my, I'll, uh, I'll talk about my buddy Matt Harper. Matt Harper, and uh, he's got a partner, Mandy, and they do their podcast, another episode podcast, right? And uh, it's just, they talk about movies that shape their childhood. So it's all movies from like the 80s and 90s. And I like it. It comes out once a week and it's something different. And Matt's really good about making posters for it because that's kind of his thing. And, uh, you know, I've been a guest on the podcast a couple times and it's a fun thing. Will he make money from it? Probably fucking no. But And and I know he's expressed some frustration with it, whatever. And I'm like, you just do it Mm -hmm. because you love to do it. 
Right. If and you if can, that happens, it happens. If you can make some money, fucking fantastic. But it's the it's that fucker. His name's Felix. God, and I can't. He's an Asian dude, and his name is Felix. That's why I fucking remember because that's a weird name for an Asian dude. Well, it's Felix. Just, it's an unusual name nowadays. Yes. Anyway. Yeah. They they don't make any more Felixes. <laughs> no, They're no. not being made. Usually cats. Particularly yes. Particularly Asians. They're not yes. making Asian Felixes anymore. So I remember. I don't know what his last name was. But he's not, he wasn't giving you any fucking kind of information or anything. And I'm like, if you're a guru, give me some fucking information. Well, right, I'd want to know, I would want to know his resume. Like, who right, are you right, to right. be telling us? And if you are, okay, back it up, man. Well, what, what it is, is again, these uh, shysters and con men, I went and I actually, uh, I found like his personal page. <laughs> and uh, he's selling some sort of like, how to be a successful mm-hmm. podcaster in 30 days and uh, shit like I that. I'm like, yeah, ultimately it's yeah. buy this thing for $19.99 or whatever the fuck he was selling it for, this, this book or e-file or whatever the hell it is. And uh, that's how he's going to be successful and make money off of his podcast. Yeah, he's taking advantage of people, and you are going to put right. people away. Uh, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just me just like challenging you. That's what you were going to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I assumed you booted him, because you were going to I'm just cha- uh, I, I, shit on his moneymaker. I'm just yeah. challenging. It's challenging. If you are the expert, and I come at you with a very valid question or statement, mm-hmm. then fucking prove me wrong. I want the guy to prove me wrong. Right. Tell me... Because I'm sure out of everybody who was in that thread of comments, I was probably one of the more successful people. Because everybody's been like, I've been doing podcasting for like six months. Mm. Get the fuck out of here, right? Like, why is anyone going to listen to your podcast? I don't know why anyone listens to this fucking podcast. Yeah, we know. Right? Yeah, thanks, Jamie. <laughs> so, just kind of weird. Like, I didn't want to get into it with a guy, but I'm like, hey, I'm a podcasting guru, too. Give me 1995, everybody, and I'll tell you how you can be successful as well. Yeah, just stop doing it. Yeah, stop doing it, and uh, you'll be better off uh, mentally, emotionally, yes. probably financially as yes. well, too. Yeah. Because there is an investment in the podcast. There, uh, even just minimal of, like, where are you going to post it? And the, your, the podcasting recording equipment. I mean, there's, there's something to You do it for the love, baby. Yeah, I love it. You do it. it for the love. Man. You I love this, Jamie? Love it. Well, <laughs> yeah, I can tell. I'm skeptical. Yeah. I have to uh, drag Jamie down from the attic and go, it's time to fucking podcast. It's time you untie me. That's right. Uh, well, hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Elemental Podcast. It's me, your host, Timmy Calster, failed the comedian. Uh, with me, as always, is Jamie, uh, who loves doing the podcast. And uh, Jason, as well. Thanks for coming over here, Jason. He brought us uh, some gifts. He brought us some uh, uh, ice scrapers. That are what? very, very, oh, Jesus, Jamie. Jamie is I got a, big enough ears. They, they, they have a, I don't what would you call this? Not a snap. It's a. It's a, a, a slipper, a slider. A slider? A clip. A clip. Yes, it is a clip. There we that you will put your <laughs> ice scraper on your visor, and it's just a nice little convenient thing. Uh, so it's if you better guys, for scraping your teeth. Yeah, you know, the flaw I saw with it right away is if you're reduced to using that, your hand is going to be freezing. Yeah, this is yeah. like... Because <laughs> yeah. this is not a very long it. scraper. Nope, it's, <laughs> you put it in your fist and uh, that's all it is. But it's better, like, if you have nothing, like, if your one breaks or something, it's good sure. to keep as a little extra sure. one. So, uh, if you guys want one of these scrapers, uh, get a hold of me and I'll mail it to you. It's from some sort of uh, restoration company. 
John Grace. What's John Grace? It sounds religious. I don't like it. <laughs> I think that's just the guy's name. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> All right. Well, there you go. John John Grace Restoration. There we go. If you want one of his ice scrapers, uh, let us know. Uh, we got a lot of things to talk about today. So uh, my favorite part of the podcast, Jamie, oh. what is it? The I see the an a It's the a hole. You can say a hole. Can I? Why not? It's Corn not swearing. Hole? Cornhole. Yeah. A hole of the day hole. There you go. Let's do it. Most people who appear in court do all they can to avoid press photographers, hiding under umbrellas, pulling their hood over their face, hiding behind a newspaper. Not our first a hole of the day, Uh-oh. Alice Tarling. The 21-year-old out-of-work mechanic recently appeared in court after he was caught on February 1st carrying a throwback to an old episode. Javelin. Uh, what? Knuckle duster. A what? Knuckle duster. Oh. Oh, a knuckle duster? <laughs> yes. A javelin thing you throw. Yeah, javelin. Yeah. yeah. You didn't say javelin. What did I say? I don't know what the <laughs> fuck you said, but it wasn't javelin. It was close. Anyway, go ahead. It wasn't his offensive weapon that got him press attention. It was his behavior for cameras as he left court, which we'll put his photo oh. up because he reveled in the press attention, adopting an array of poses, pouting and smiling for the camera. How old is this guy? He said 21. 21. <laughs> Where is he from? He's from England. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> When a lawyer asked him about his knuckle duster, Tarling, who was convicted of beating someone up last month, Jeez. replied, I'm a happy drunk. I'm not that sort of person. What? However, his solicitor noted he is relying on the bank of mum at the moment. Oh, right, sure. <laughs> but looking for work. He was given a 175-pound fine and told to carry out 120 hours of community service, and the knuckle, knuckle duster will be destroyed. The knuckle duster. <laughs> so he is an idiot because he beat somebody up, and Just he's acting he's... like an idiot in front of the camera? He yeah. may have been. I may. I said to my wife before and... I came over, I said that this one may be a... Now, he doesn't really qualify as a all the day, but he's such a douche. He I like is. Him. Yeah, he's a douchebag. Oh, yeah. That's imposing for the press camera. Mom. Have you ever yeah. seen Clockwork Orange? No, because that's what but he, he looks like. One he, of those rem- guys. he reminds me of a character mm-hmm. from Clockwork Orange of just like I'm young, drunk, stupid, and I'm gonna yeah. go out and fight people, and that's yeah. what he reminds me of. Who was yeah. it? Roddy McDowell, I think, was the uh, main actor. Yeah, Roddy what? McDowell. I've only seen clips of that movie. Cl- Clockwork Orange. Oh, I've never seen it. You gotta fucking see it, Jamie. Why? Because it look bizarre <laughs> to me. You will. You will hate it. <laughs> yeah, I don't like to see movies I hate. I, lo- oh. I loved it, but I mean, it's ultra-violent, Jamie. Ultra-violent. Oh, yeah, like yeah. They, like, try to uh, pin his eyes open to watch this oh. movies. What do you mean, pin them? They pin them open. They, like, With take pin- I don't know, pins, I guess. Mm. They, like, keep his eyes open so he can't look away. My it, eyes. It was weird. I have dry eyes. That'd be awful. And the whole thing is about him watching violent movies? Well, it's about him being a part of a gang that's kind of violent, and then it's all about, like, uh, it's been a long time since I've seen the movie, but it's about <laughs> yes. kind of like reformation and imprisonment and fighting against the powers that be. So hmm. it was a Stanley Kubrick movie, so that yeah, if that I'm tells you. I'm generally not a big fan of mm. yeah. Stanley Kubrick films yeah. either. Yeah, I mean, mm. Eyes Wide Shut. That shit movie, know, Eyes Wide Shit. Did you see that? Some of it. Tom Cruise. Boring. Uh, was the Boring. Original. 
So the original Shining was him too, right? Yeah, yeah. With uh, yeah, what's his nuts, like Jack? One either. You didn't like the Shining? I mean, it's watchable, but it ain't a great movie. Uh, Wait, you said original Ram, Ram. one? There's a second one? They oh, just yeah, they, one they just came were... out like it was called Doctor Sleep. Yeah, that's a sequel, though. Oh, is it? But I thought that was like, like a, a remake. There was like a TV movie. No, that's Stephen King. A few years back, wrote a sequel to. Oh. It's the kids growing up. Right. It looks shitty to me, to be honest. Yeah. Doctor Sleep. <laughs> so. But anyway, all right, that was asshole number one. Asshole yeah, number two. I think it's going to be a, uh, on the vote. This our second a-hole of the day will be a clean sweep, I predict. Like I said, I kind of like the first guy just because of his douchey picture. All right, all right. But our second a-hole of the day comes from Shelby Township, Michigan. Oh. Okay, oh, Jamie knows that place. Where Brian Makaborski, a 38-year-old man, uh-huh. has been arrested for... Uh, public masturbation. Messing around with a goat. Installing hidden cameras in the oh. wall of chili, uh. walls of Chili Peppers Tanning Salon. Jesus, chili come on! Chili Peppers Tanning Salon. That's the that's surprising. I'd never heard of. It's the largest tanning salon chain in Michigan. What? There's twenty some odd locations. Really? Yeah, I would have thought it would have been like Midnight Sun or something. <laughs> but anyway, the cameras were discovered on February 14th by an off-duty police officer who was a customer. Mm. He noticed a hole in the wall, and when he looked closer, he saw a camera lens. Wow. The camera was in a tiny hole next to a speaker cover located at the foot of the tanning bed facing upwards, most likely getting views of people in a very vulnerable and exposed position. Sure, sure. But wait, okay, so you notice a hole. You look in the hole. He noticed a hole. (laughs) But he sees a camera lens. I... That's suspicious to me. That's when I pull out my gun and start shooting everybody. Well, well how, how big, like, to see that it's, I mean, I would just suspect that there's a camera in there, but how would you know it's a camera lens? I, you well, see a lens, what do you think it is? There's an answer to that question. Oh. Turns out the officer recalled seeing the same hole a year earlier when he visited oh. the tanning salon. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah, whatever. And had looked into the hole but didn't see anything in there at that time. Oh. This time he looked again with a flashlight. Oh, see a reflection then. Like reflected back. Yeah. He contacted an employee immediately, checked two other rooms, and found three cameras. <gasps> Yiker dikers! Wow. They were all running a live feed. Oh, Jesus. Huh. An employee, interestingly, tipped the police to a sus- possible suspect. Who ended up being the suspect? They were this guy's creepy. Get him! She was said he... there was a really creepy guy who kept ah! coming in there regularly. That's funny. Police found that Brian had a background in IT and has a previous conviction from 2005 for upskirting. The charge was eavesdropping, installing, using a device when devices were found inside the bedroom and bathroom of a neighbor's daughter. Wow. Wait. So he doesn't work there or anything? No. He's a customer. He's a customer. Wow. How does he... How does he even get in places to be able to do that? I don't know. He just goes in as a customer. And then when he, they think he's in there tanning, he's in there... He's in there <laughs> drilling holes the camera. Hey! <laughs> I was that noise in there. No, I farted. Right. That's why I'm like... <laughs> Sorry. That was chilies. Chilies today. <laughs> <laughs> But, okay, wait, I got questions. Please. Um, no, I did have questions. We're gone now. Jesus. So he was arrested in 2005 for a very similar thing. He was sentenced to probation at the time, and he was discharged in 2008. Chili Peppers hired a professional to check all their 22 locations with no 
additional cameras found. Police recommend, and based on our previous A-hole of the day stories, uh-huh. I'm going to go along with this recommendation. Never go tanning. If you're in a room of a business, whether a changing room or a tanning salon, take a moment to look around and see if there are any noticeable holes in the wall or anything sure. else that looks out right. of place. Then spread your legs. <laughs> uh, Jesus. What dude goes tanning, man? Have you ever gone tanning? No. Fuck no. Would you ever go tanning? No. God but damn that right. That first guy, he would go tanning. Yeah, he would go tanning. Oh, yeah, he would. He's a douchebag. Mm-hmm. I'll show you guy. before the podcast listeners yeah. see it. We've got a picture, of course, oh, of Brian's of the Kraski, too. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, yeah. that dude's a kid toucher. That yeah. dude's fucking... He's got a goatee. He's a fucking kid toucher. <laughs> so it was a live feed. Was it one where he was like making money off of it? His name just came out like an hour before I headed over. Probably, but I don't know. Maybe it just goes to his computer. But yeah, maybe he he sends it to like uh, tanningnudes.com or something, right? Well, what I wondered is okay. Totally. Since I don't know tanning, if it's Uh, up the legs, do people tan? Don't they tan with trunks on? I guess it depends on how much you want to tan. I don't know. (laughs) Right? I've never been tanning, but I know you're in a tanning booth. Some are stand-up ones, and some are lie-down ones. Yeah, this one sounds like a lie-down Yeah, it was lie-down. So, you're right. Ew. But I don't know. Sometimes people, they don't want tan lines. Well, yeah, but... I think a lot of women I'm don't want tan lines. I'm not no bed. <laughs> I don't know. They, what, with ass juice? Ew. <laughs> oh, man, this one's kind of moist. You right, like that's gross. Well, yeah, I, well, that's what I, I. I never thought. Once about again, that. I'm wondering what he's getting because I would assume most people have underwear or bikini bottoms on well, yeah, or something. But Maybe still, he's just hoping like for some changing situations or whatever. I mean, who knows? Some dudes, little slip of things, you know. Maybe some dudes just like the lingerie or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Like they get off on that. I mean, he looks mm-hmm. like a total creeper. Mm-hmm. So, the just the thrill of it. We gotta stop running into these stories. Off. Now You're picking them. I know, but how is it, what I'm marveling at is how is this such a prevalent thing? Well, it makes me wonder if dudes places, are awful. Dudes are. If places should just they should just start doing walkthroughs. How sad is that? You would think, right? Right. It's the kind of world we live. Well, in. Well, I mean, you would think like when they're going through cleaning, right? Like someone's got to clean the tanning booth, even if someone's like. Got all their, they got their trunks on I mean, or whatever. They showed a photo. Let me see if I can it? pull it up quick because well, I wouldn't have noticed this camera. Okay. I mean, it was, it was obvious enough for the cop to have noticed it twice. Yeah. So, right. Well, like they said, he's kind of trained well, to look around. Sure. There was a... Uh, that's what they should almost do, though, is have... Yeah, people just go through. Yeah, when, the, cop, the local cops. There's a comedy club in Cuyahoga Falls, uh, Ohio. It's called The Funny Stop. And in the men's room... There is a huge hole, like, you could put your fist in this hole, in the ceiling, like, right above the urinals. It's above. <laughs> I don't know. Like, you know, it's one of those, like, you know, just, like, push-up tiles that you can push. And I can just imagine there's, like, a VCR recorder and one of those huge, like, cameras that you used to put on your shoulder just oh, aim God. right down at the fucking urinal. Also, you're just, like, peeing outside somebody's head. Hello! You just see this, like, this grinding of the VCR that's like... Oh. <laughs> that's funny. 
It's been there forever. I'm like, come on. Why have you not replaced this tile, you fucks? Well, because it looks obvious, so therefore people don't yeah, look. Yeah, therefore nobody gives a shit because it's completely obvious, right. and that's why it's happening. Yes. Uh, it's, it's, uh, I, I always make jokes about it when I'm there, mm-hmm. but I haven't been there in years. Maybe they fixed it by now, but mm-hmm. just kind of funny. So, mm-hmm. All right. It right off, but it looked okay. like... It looked like uh, kind of one of those circular speakers that had a grill. Uh-huh. It looked like a little screw hole above it. You would imagine that oh. just the screw mm-hmm. went in there. I wouldn't probably wouldn't have noticed mm-hmm. it, but I'm right. not going to be attending, so I'm all right. Oh, right. That sounds right. like a trained person. They just have them walk through. Sure. Uh, so we'll put that up later today, the a-hole of the day. I think, he's, I think Brian's got that one in the bag. The English <laughs> wanker and the fucking uh, tanning booth uh, peeper. We'll put that up. I have problems though from last week though because we had the fucking uh, well we had the uh, not the genocidal what was the, uh, oh, the eugenics, eugenics guy uh, versus the fucking just the oh, the gimp the gimp right mm-hmm. and people like who's the bigger a hole people voted for the gimp yeah, yeah, over the, gimp the eugenics was, uh, guy running for it for a long time I was like who the fuck's voting for the gimp. Like, even, well, here's the thing, too. People were voting before I even had posted the fucking podcast. Yeah. So they hadn't even listened to the podcast. And they're like, yeah, oh, like the, name the Gimp's the a Gimp bigger, right. right. The Gimp's a bigger asshole than the eugenics. But I'm just like, if you look at it, mm-hmm. anytime you see the word eugenics, this guy's a fucking asshole. That's all you need to know. Mm-hmm. They win. They're the a hole of the day. I'm sorry. You you won. You're the fucking dickbag ass fucker. We should throw you in an oven, you dumb motherfucker. Throw him in a tanning bed. There you go. With a camera. On Crispy. Yes. <laughs> uh, speaking of Crispy, I have been watching the uh, Amazon Prime show. Oh, that's a horrible segue. <laughs> well, uh, Hunters. Hunters. I was yes. Hunters. Have you watched it? No. Oh, I've watched it. But, oh. It's um, it's good. I, I like it. I'm like uh, seven shows in. It's like oh, ten episodes. Yeah, I watched like five on Saturday and two yesterday. So pretty pretty good. It's entertaining. The only problem that I have with the show is that it's almost a little too goofy. Like it takes place in the 70s and it's kind of like a ragtag team of, of uh, Jews. And then for some reason there's an African-American lady in it. And then there's an Asian dude in it, and I don't really quite understand why those two people are there. They're hunting people from... They're hunting the Nazis, and Nazis apparently have infiltrated America. And apparently this is based on a true story, and I do believe a lot of it to be probably factually correct, because they talk about how Henry Ford was uh, anti-Semite, and they talked about how Disney was an anti-Semite, and how Nazis actually work for NASA, and know that's to be true as well. So they just said there were thousands of Nazis who came over... Uh, to work for the government. And so it's just kind of interesting how they're tracking down uh, these Nazis. So, But it's to me, I almost feel like it should be darker. Like it should be a little more gritty. And uh, for my taste, it's not violent enough. Uh, I like see, seeing people have their fingers broken. Uh, it says a lot about me. Mm-hmm. I'm aware. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would recommend it to people. I'd recommend it. It's pretty good. I just saw the, was it one episode? Yes. Yeah, that's all right. It was all right. I had to yeah. close my eyes a couple times. Jamie cannot handle uh, noises. It's like my ears. She doesn't like uh, sounds. Yeah. Like there was a scene Sound where a guy, well, this guy used a chainsaw to cut up a body. And I know Jamie <laughs> would not have liked that at all. And I was like, yes, more of this. 
Yeah. More decapitations. Like tortured and... Yes, there's some of that. Uh, not a ton of it. Yeah. It's weird how uh, each episode is rated differently. Oh. Like, it'll tell you, like, it's bad language, nudity, uh, sexual innuendo, and then it'll be, like, 16 plus, and then another one will be, like, 18 plus. 27 plus. <laughs> 43 and over. <laughs> it's just it's just kind of funny how they did it like that. That is so. weird. Yeah, yeah, I didn't... Because if you can't watch all of them, what's the point? Right. Right. Like, oh, nope, sorry, you're uh, 17, you can't watch this one. Huh. But they <laughs> must just have to do it that way, I guess. Yeah, just kind of silly. Just mm. kind of silly. Rules are stupid. Rules and shit. Um... You guys, I don't know if you guys saw the viral video or not of the kid in Australia. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? No. Oh, do you, Jamie? Oh, I didn't realize he was in Australia. Yes. And I didn't watch it. I just heard the story. Okay. Uh, to be perfectly I honest. Watch it. I didn't want to watch it. Of the kid? Yeah. Crying? Yeah. Okay. Uh, for those who don't know, it did get passed around a whole lot. Yeah. There was this video of this... Uh, what what do they well, you call can turn him? It now? I just no, I'm not gonna play the video. I'm sure most people have played it. There, what 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 are they? not they're not most called people but Jason. <laughs> He's this this uh, kid is Australian and uh, he is a dwarf, which I guess that is a term you can use. You can't say midget, but you can say dwarf. I think that's kind of dwarf weird. Is dwarfism. Right, that seems mm -hmm. weird to me, right? Mm -hmm. Like, because when I think dwarfism, I think of, like, uh, the Lord of the, the Rings and, and shit the like garden. that. <laughs> yes, just kind of weird. So this little nine-year-old boy, uh, he, he came home after school, or his mom was picking him up. Uh, he's an aborigine. That's the word I was looking for. I kept thinking indigenous, and I'm like, no, that's oh, not correct. Yeah. Aborigine. But he uh, was coming home from school, and his mom was recording, and uh, he um, was just getting bullied. Get, apparently, he gets bullied a lot at school. And he was like, just give me a knife. I want to cut myself. I want to die. Okay, yeah, Things I'm like ready. this. So you're pretty pretty difficult to watch. I would only assume there's a little nine-year-old kid, right? Like, if I, what? you shouldn't want to kill yourself at this stage of the game, right? Wait, wait like six years. And then you want to kill yourself, right? right? Come on, yeah. man. Nine-year-old, you should be okay. So, um, it got a lot of people to see it. A lot of people to see it. And uh, there is a comedian, and his, his name is Brad Williams. He also yeah. is a dwarf. And he took it upon himself to put up a GoFundMe uh, to raise money for this kid. His name is, I, I think you pronounce it, Caden? I don't know. Q-U-A-D-E-N. I would pick on someone who had a name like that. That's why. Not because he was a dwarf, but because the name was Quaden. Quaden? Quaden. <laughs> I probably should have watched the fucking video. They probably would have said this kid's name. But, um, so he raised, he got, like, the last I saw it was, like, $300,000 wow. for this kid. I to, think I saw that headline, but I... Yeah, they... they what do I care? Eh, whatever, fuck, <laughs> fuck this kid. Uh, send hate mail stupid to Jason kid. at elementalpodcast.com. Fuck you, stupid kid. Now you got all this money. <laughs> right, he's got more money than I do. Fuck this motherfucker. <laughs> so it was to raise money for him to come to America and go to like Disneyland and just kind of have right. a good time, whatever yeah. this or that. And uh, I, I, a lot of people shared the article and they shared the video and all that stuff. And it's kind of um, it's a it's a feel good story, right? Like it, it definitely is feel good. Is there gonna be a turn here? 
No, there's oh, not really a turn. Right. There's no turn. I mean, there was a turn. Some people say, "Oh, he turned out to be 30 years well, old." Well, that was a suspicion. Oh. There was a suspicion that this kid was oh, 18. Yeah, that's what I saw. Oh. There was a, because there were some pictures of him next to like this uh, at a birthday party and it was standing thing that said he, he was 18. But it wasn't for him. It was like for a family friend or whatever. Like the kid's Aww. nine, right? Okay, the kid's nine, motherfucker. He like, looks nine. I, yeah, yeah, you know, he right. looks like a kid. I know he's a dwarf, and <laughs> he's probably he's like not gonna get a lot bigger. Maybe earlier that the people adopted, and then she was all right, all right. right. Yeah. So yeah. the kid's nine, and for all you internet trolls who are trying to start some shit, uh, go fuck yourself. The kid was nine. It's a feel-good story. He. This is my. Pro- this is my problem. And it's not even a problem. It's more like I don't understand the the, the function of this trip, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I, good good for this kid, right? You're coming, you're getting the trip, whatever. Then he goes back home. Then what? Right, right. Right? Like the kids at the school or whatever, they're still gonna fucking bully this mm-hmm. motherfucker. Oh, you went to Disneyland? All right, now we're gonna beat you with your Mickey Mouse ears on, right? Like, fuck you, Queen. <laughs> I just don't, to me, it's, uh, and someone else, uh, Mandy, who actually mentioned from the uh, another episode podcast, because she had posted about it, and I was kind of like, I mean, what is it, it it's not going to stop the bullying, right? Right. And she was like, well, it's to make this kid feel better, this, that. I'm like, I 100% agree with that. I, I get it. Bring him and his family over. We're going to have a good time whole fucking week or whatever at Disneyland. It's going to be great. But then you got to go back home. And these a-hole kids are still going to fucking be there. So it needs to be like... He give, should go over... Like, what's his face? should go there. Brad Williams. And do some... I get maybe. Uh, education. Awareness. Right, awareness right. Whatever. Like, I mean, I don't know. The kid's probably a nice kid. He's just... He's got dwarfism. So right. he looks different as right. a result. Right? right. But... It is what it is, but I'm like going three hundred thousand dollars. That's a fucking sweet ass uh, Disneyland anti-Semite uh, vacation. You can buy a tutor to homeschool him. Right, he doesn't want to go back to school for three hundred thousand dollars. So it's just kind of weird. Like I would like to see, and I think they said like clearly not all of that money is going to go to a Disneyland trip and all other <laughs> money. Yeah, I, the, I guess there was money. Money is well, I guess uh, extra money was, I think they did say, going to go to like anti-bullying charities mm-hmm. or right. some shit like that. Which is good, but I almost feel like that's where the money should have gone completely mm-hmm. in the first place. Who the fuck am I? I didn't start a GoFundMe for this kid. Right. So it's kind of but weird. I also, and I don't, I didn't read anything about the like why mom posted it or whatever. I'm sure it was more about awareness or something. Yeah, just what my kid is going through, I guess. I I know, but I still find that. I don't know if I would do that. Because then you're doing that to your... I don't know. Unless she was thinking that Uh, then all the support would generate and he would see that and feel the impact. And, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I would do that. Well, I think a lot of what happened too, they took down a lot of social media. They had social media accounts, whether it was Instagram or Twitter or mm-hmm. Facebook, and they took it down because they knew fucking assholes would come and troll and be like, yeah, this kid's 18 or whatever. Okay. So, you know, and like they just didn't want like yeah. internet bullying. Right. And they're like, why, why are you fucking exposing right. a nine year old? Why are you trying to bully a nine year old kid? Who probably is going to have problems for the rest of his yeah, life, right. as or he's going to deal with difficulties. Mm-hmm. How about that? I'll try to be a little more PC. He's going to deal with difficulties probably the rest of his life as a result of his uh, dwarfism, mm-hmm. and it's unfortunate. So, 
But hopefully uh, things work out okay for this kid. He has a very nice uh, vacation. Brad Williams is doing a good thing for him. Brad Williams actually comes to the Grand Rapids area a whole lot. Uh, I think he's coming back in the next couple months again. He does the bowling alley tour. Mm. Just kind of like Joe DeRosa did. There's a bowling alley tour. Did you oh, know that, heard, Jason? Yeah, yes. I heard you talking about that on Patreon. Yeah, there's a Howard City bowling alley, and then there's the Muskegon bowling alley, and then there's one in Rockford. All kind of booked by the same dude. The dude who owns uh, the Howard City Lanes. Uh, Don Veltman is his name. And Don... Uh, as these comedians come in and do it. Like, it isn't like a weekly thing, but uh, he comes and he sells them out. He actually, I went and saw Joe DeRosa at the Rockford Lanes last night, and he showed me a picture of when Josh Blue was there. Josh has a cerebral palsy, and they had it, it they, he was actually performing on the lanes. They put a stage out on the bowling lanes, and I guess there were like 250 wow. people there. And I said to Don, please tell me someone was bowling next to him. How <laughs> awesome would that be? But there's only like eight lanes at the bowling alley, so nobody was fucking bowling. But uh, just kind of weird. <laughs> so uh, look for Brad Williams. He's a good dude. A lot of people find him very funny, so go check him out. Uh, there you go. I've never seen so. him. All the times he's been here, I've never seen him. Yeah, he's been to Grins a whole bunch, but the last couple times he's done Don's uh, bowling alley routine. I think it's because the... Um, the one spot in Muskegon holds like 400 people. And if you can fill that, you're making pretty good money. The Rockford one, if you do it in the side room, like where Joe DeRosa was, it's probably like 60 people. And then uh, same at Howard City, it's probably like 60 people. So you're making all your money in Muskegon. Ski so, town. In the ski town. And uh, I think, as I mentioned on the Patreon, it was, uh, it was pretty, sh it was the shit town. On Friday when we were there, but uh, whatever, there you go. Your description was much what I expect of the place. Why? Sure. Probably don't go to it. Sure. One, he books a lot of celebrity acts. Celebrity acts. Good comedians. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, two, your description of the two large tables and the two cold environment fits right. exactly what I had in my mind. I think there was a picture of one of the comedians at one of his clubs standing next to an ATM machine performing. That's Howard City. Yeah, I, uh, I I have been to Howard City. I perform there. So I it's not. No way am I going to go watch a comedian in this environment. Yeah. And then even Joey said kind of tailored his act to the mm -hmm. venue and the audience. Right, right. Yep, yep. He, he, he did what he needed to do. Cut it down and just did crowd work. And that, the whole thing adds up to me. This is. In my mind, to like, that's not a place I would go. <laughs> I would encourage everybody to go to an actual comedy club. I mean, you, it's not to say that you're not going to see good comedy at a non-traditional place. Uh, but I would encourage people to actually go. Like, if you live in Grand Rapids, you go to Dr. Grand's. Yeah. If you live in Detroit, you probably go to Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle. So wherever you live, if there's a comedy club close, go to that as opposed to like a VFW hall or a bowling alley or whatever. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I've done enough bowling alleys in my life. And sometimes a lot of people don't want to go to the big city. So yeah. then they go to the fucking bowling alley. all they have. Money, right? You're right. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Like, I get it. There are people, uh, I've done shows in Hastings, Michigan, which is only like a half hour away, but they will never fucking come to Dr. Grimm's. So you do what you need to do. Someone did what they needed to do, or so they thought. Uh, they dropped their phone and... Uh, in the toilet? No, they probably wish they dropped their phone in the toilet. Uh, oh, what they could were, be worse than the toilet? Well, they were an ice fisherman. Oh. 
no. And uh, they drop their uh, phone in the uh, in the hole, I guess, in, in the or lake. Trying to take a picture of the fish as the, they pulled it up or something. I have uh, I have no idea. But uh, this motherfucker was like, "Oh shit! I gotta get my phone." No. And what did he do? He jumped in. Yeah, Why? he did. He, he, he did, did a he did a polar plunge. Oh, and then he uh, didn't even raise any money. And uh, what do you think happened? Dead. Well, he, he, yeah, he probably waiters. Oh. That motherfucker dead. That motherfucker is dead. Uh, this happened. Did he get the phone back though? Uh, did he? More importantly, did he get the phone back? <laughs> Uh, 27-year-old uh, in Harrison Township on Sunday uh, jumped in. It's in Michigan. And, yeah, here in Michigan. Uh-huh. And uh, there you go. He he went in, and he never came back, everybody. He never oh. came back. And uh, search and rescue team had to come in and locate him. Uh, no name in the story. But uh, I'm like, you're a dumbass, man. Mm-hmm. Sorry. You lost your phone. I would rather right. lose my phone yeah, than lose my life. Right. It. It's not going right. to do any good. Right, exactly. <laughs> I don't think there's any amount of rice that you can put in a bag with this fucking phone. Maybe he had it in a waterproof thing. Like a waterproof but then, case but or whatever? Then he should have it in a, like a floaty thing, too. You would think. But I'm, I'm just like, you. You are you going to be able to see it? Like, I don't oh, know. I know. I, I know. That's what I I've never wondering. been ice fishing, but I can't no. imagine that, like, if you drop something in the water that you can look and clearly see it. It's not like the the lakes in Michigan are crystal clear, everybody. Some of them aren't too bad, but and then it depends how deep it is. Sure. So, yeah, you have to widen the hole? Right. they usually just have the little hole? Uh-uh. Yes. I, I don't know how big the yeah, hole is. Well, I don't know. Maybe he he did, jumped off, like, a, a dock. It does not say he was oh. ice fishing is all it says. Oh. So I'm assuming if you're ice fishing... You're at a little hole in the middle of a fucking lake, and uh, yeah, I know it's like it grumpy be... old men. And they... it's not the way my dad did it. Sure, no. what did he, do? <laughs> he had a shanty, and then he even had like a portable heater in there, and then um, like a you know gas thing or whatever. And then, but the what hole was, that was again? And a what? You know, like a. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Kerosene heater. They got a cat. Oh, they got a cat purring. What is that? <laughs> And the hole was because you could actually see the fish. Huh. But the. It went big. Because don't they usually just have the drill that they have? Yeah, I thought it was like the auger or whatever. My dad ever did everything big. All right. Compensation. (laughs) He was a big guy. He did everything big. All right. He was worried about dropping his phone. Yeah, if I gotta jump in. You'd have to go in. Yeah, that's what it takes to get that cord all the way from the house. Uh, (laughs) Did you ever go with him or no? Just the one time. Just one time. Yeah. Someone was trying to argue with me that uh, ice fishing was a sport. I'm like, it's not a fucking sport, man. Like, I don't know if I would classify it as a hobby, but f- fishing is not a sport. It's where you go when you want to get away from everybody else. Not, well, and how much? Because <laughs> how why is not fun. How much do you fucking hate everybody to go ice fishing? Oh. Yeah, it's a. To me, it'd be a desperation. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> I'm me, like, fuck I you and fuck you all. I'm yeah. going to go sit out in the middle of a fucking lake by myself. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'll fall in and no one will know and I'll die. That's the way to go. Yeah. Jesus. But that's how I feel about fit regular fishing, though, too. I just find it very boring. Yeah, you I take a nap. There you, you can't go. talk. You can't. Ugh. Yeah, you just got to sit there. Right. I know, it's dumb. I, I, yeah, I don't really like regular fishing. I can't even imagine ice fishing. Maybe like the, the big fishing, you know, like when you're out and it's, I would think that'd be more exciting. 
mean like in the ocean get, on a big like boat? Those, those swordfishes and stuff. I suppose, but even that, I'm like, I do I really want to do this? I don't know. I, don't see, I can see I'd be a little more exciting. Go least. charter a boat? I guess. I don't know. I have no then interest. Then you can just go fast. I have no interest. Well, it does no. Sound like more money than I'm. Right. right. I, was yeah. saying, I was just saying, as far as the level of interest, if I had the pick, I would pick that one. Right. I uh, I asked both of you guys. Today I sent you a question and I asked you guys to think about if you had to if you were called up to do a sport they're like oh fuck we need you in here Jamie Jason we need you in we're calling you up get in here what sport would you have been playing Oh easy easy what None. None? Come on, that's not the yeah, answer. I'll, I'll go do a tracheotomy too on my Come on. <laughs> I said wiffle ball. What? Wiffle ball? ball. ball. Yeah, what the fuck are you talking about wiffle ball? Well, you didn't say to be professional. Yes! pro. I thought I did. I thought it was high because there's no pro sport I could do. Well, I mean, this is like something like it's an emergency call. Like, oh, fuck, everybody's been hurt. Everybody's out. Like they have for the Grand Rapids Griffins, the backup goalie or whatever. Yes, I would do football. What? Football? What position would you play? I would want to tackle people. So you'd be like a defensive back? Yeah, I don't want to be responsible for yeah. catching the ball. Okay. I, I would could do run football it. as well, actually. I get to, but, yeah. Okay. But okay. I would do wide receiver because then I'm not going to make our team lose. <laughs> sure, there you go. <laughs> they have I one of two options. People. They can not cover me because they'll say, look at that guy. Oh, yeah, that guy's <laughs> not catching for shit. Throw me a quick one and I'll mm. run out of bounds before somebody hits me. <laughs> <laughs> And then they've got to have, then they even have to assign somebody to watch me after once or twice doing that. There you go. But yeah, that's the one setting where you could get away with being the one real amateur, I think, in there. Gotcha. Because you couldn't go out on an NBA team and be one of the five. No. They'd get skunked. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They would would, would fucking maybe in soccer you could get away with one weak link in the chain out there too well that's that's uh, that was the sport I was thinking of like uh, Mm -hmm. soccer and I would be I would play goalie I would be okay, the goalie. There, there, no, you wouldn't know how to do goalie. You'd want to do forward. No, I was that. I, but I used oh, to play. Okay. I used to be the goalie. <laughs> okay. Many many years ago. I'd be I the one the doing the cartwheels. <laughs> the what? In celebration? Those kids, all those kids, like when they're like waiting because everybody's oh, down there. The one playing with the, the dandelions, with the flowers, chasing the bee. Well, yeah. I'll tell you, my years, I played soccer all through high school, and we uh, went down to Indiana University. Yeah. Um, during the summer for a program there, and they had all these Olympic mm-hmm. soccer guys that were like coaches and yeah. trainers and stuff, and they would play, <laughs> and we'd watch at times. I wouldn't want to be the goalie. Sure, yeah. Oh, no, they no, send no, that yeah. ball. They send that ball yeah. like a rocket. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> right. aware. I am 100 yes. percent aware, man. 100 percent mangled at the end of the game. Yes. Their hand would be going the opposite yeah. direction. I, I played because uh, when I moved to Grand Rapids to go to school, uh, I didn't know anybody, so I was trying to think of ways where I could meet people. And so there was this uh, place called the Soccer Zone out in Jenison, Michigan. It was like brand new at the time. And I was like, oh, fuck. All right, I'll go and I'll join and I'll join a team. And I joined a co-ed like rec team. It was just kind of like they threw everybody together. So nobody really knew anybody. And they were like, all right, we need someone to play goalie. And nobody stepped up. And then I was like, all right, I'll play goalie. So then I, for like two years, I just got stuck playing goalie. And it was fine. 
Like, I went out and I bought myself the gloves and I got the special shirt that had pads in it and everything. And I didn't mind it because, you know, again, it was like rec league and it was co-ed. It kind of, the co-ed was perfect for me because it cut the testosterone like mm. in half, mm-hmm. right? Which I thought was fantastic. Because then there was a summer where I played outdoor soccer where it was supposed to be the same kind of thing. But there were more people on a team and uh, there were more people in this league who were a little more competitive and there were some dudes from England who were in this league. And soccer in England is their fucking sport. And these assholes, were, they were just way too good to be in this fucking league. And they were very competitive. And uh, I remember one time when I was playing goalie, they were, I, I, you know, a guy kicked it. I, I had dove. I stopped it. And a guy came running up on me and attempted to kick it out of my hands. And he kicked me in the head. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? This is a co-ed rec league, and you're trying to kick the ball out of my hand? I'm the goddamn goalie, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And I, that, that was when I was like, I'm done playing. If these, if these are very, the fucking assholes who are going to play in this league, I don't want any part of it. I had a very similar experience. I was at the soccer zone in Jenison. Oh, yeah? My mom was playing. It, was a, it wasn't a co-ed team. But we had some two serious guys in, the, in that. And every week, no one was our... Goalie. No one ever wanted to be it. So yeah, yeah. It's, it's very t- similar. It takes a fucking weirdo to be the goalie, yeah, for so sure. So we were just kind of round-robbing it. Sure. Mm-hmm. And uh, so the one week I was playing, and the ball was slowly rolling up to me, and I'm going up to it, bent over, to clearly to pick it up, and my own teammate kicked at the ball, kicked my hand. Yikes. And my finger was fucked up, oh, where I had yeah. to go to physical therapy and everything. Ugh. Yeah, for fucking, it's co-ed soccer or whatever. Yeah, like, and he was going, norm. you didn't call it. I thought, the ball's yeah, slowly you're, dribbling you're, towards me. I'm running right. towards it. <laughs> I'm not even running. I'm kind of just strolling up to it. Yeah. And you come along and kick it like a douche. Some well, people got... The goalie is protected, you know, supposed to be. Some people just got fucking dreams like of grandeur. Right. Yeah. So just... <laughs> Some people are assholes living like old high school dreams or whatever. Well, it makes me wonder, like, you know, they they act like that in a rec league, but are they really that good? Like, they they wouldn't be that good if they were on like a competitive. No, league. they would get fucking hammered. Right. I'm so sure. here they're like, you know, I'm great. I'm great right. in the shit fucking C co-ed rec league. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. The reason I bring it all up is because there was a situation that happened this past weekend. It happened in a pro league in the NHL. Oh. National Hockey League. Yeah? National Hockey League, will uh, each team will carry two goalies, right? They always have two goalies because it's pretty rare where a goalie goes down, the his backup goes in, and then the backup gets fucked up, right? It's pretty yeah, that's rare. that's the situation with the Griffins where the third guy is like the... Team manager, sure. equipment something. manager, or something. There, the emergency goalie. Uh, he is a guy who he isn't specifically for any team. He's a guy who's just there because so if, uh, it was for the uh, Carolina Hurricanes, and both their goalies went down. And so there was this guy here who uh, actually worked for the AHL affiliate of the Maple Leafs, the Toronto Marlies. He was kind of like an equipment manager. Apparently, he did Zamboni work. So he was just there. So they called this fucker up. 42 years old. Oh, my God. Never played a pro league ever. Oh God. No, the, way those ever. Pucks, the way those pucks fly around in hockey, I would not go Woo-wee! <laughs> so they brought this dude in. Uh, like I think it was like halfway through the second period. Uh, how do you think How do you think things went down? I hope he did Ten, really ten goals scored on him. Well, 
First shot. Score! Second shot. Score! Oh, no. So he's like, over oh, two on two shots. They're like, oh, shit. Mm -hmm. But then he steeled himself. He got his act together. He made eight saves the nice. rest of the period. So they were, he only had to take ten shots. He saved eight out of ten. Nice. And they ended up winning, everybody. They oh, ended up winning. They cool. won uh, six to three, apparently, That's they great. won. So they were already kind of ahead. And yeah, it's a super good feel story because I'm also like, this dude's fucking 42. I right. cannot imagine oh. being out there age 42. I doubt there's too many players playing in the hockey league right now that are older than 42. Mm -hmm. That's old as fuck. Mm -hmm. And uh, this guy's just like, he's just some schlub. Right. He's just some fucking like right. beer league guy who just happens to be there. So I'm amazing and skate. You got to suit up. Suit up so that he, and he did. And the fascinating thing about this guy, too, he also was a, a kidney recipient 15 years ago. He had to get a new kidney, so uh, Surprise, he's is, allowed to do this. Well, yeah, they, well, he, they had, I heard some uh, interviews with him today on the radio, and they're like, Were you drinking before the game? Were you slapping home a couple beers? And he's like, Ah, the nights I'm here, I'm not supposed to drink or whatever. And he's like, Because my kidney, I really am not drinking anyway. So, but what they did with the Hurricanes, uh, where's his name? Uh, David Ayers. Hmm. They called him in the second period. And uh, what they're doing, the Hurricanes, they're going to sell a T-shirt that's going to have his name on the back. And they're going to sell it and uh, proceeds from it will go to some kidney foundation. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, I thought that was super cool. That would be the fortunate thing for you if, like, you went into a soccer game. It's, well, I said the professionals can shoot it like a rocket. Oh, at Jesus it. Christ. If the rest of the team out there is professionals, they don't usually get off that many yeah. good shots mm -hmm. at you. Right, right, right. Because right, the rest right. of the team slows right. them down and prevents an open shot, so. Right. But if if, if I was going to be a guy like that, like, yeah, hockey goalie, like, that's just amazing. So good for him. I mean, that's, wow. that's going to be a story be forever. That would be terrifying. Yeah. And, and he's, but he's also the dude, again, he's like. And you would feel so stupid after those first two went in because you know the fans are like, oh, God, Ayers is going to sure. leave. Uh, we might as well leave the net open. Yep. <laughs> he got uh, $500. He gets to keep the jersey. And, uh. He's going to get a chance to try out for the team. But, uh, I mean, that's kind of the stipulation, but I highly doubt that'll fucking happen. I mean, like, what? he's not going to make the He's 42. He's not going to make mm -hmm. the team. And I'm Rudy's sure he's got a better chance of making a f pro football team he's not right now. Sure. <laughs> yeah, he can join the XFL. He's not going to fucking go down to the minors or to, I don't even know who the it's minors probably, is for the it's Hurricanes. It's a great so. PR thing. Yeah, oh, 100%. Because, yeah, yeah I heard about it on, like, all the sports talk things, and it was all over the internet and whatever yeah, here great. today. So, yeah, yeah, I thought it was uh, super cool. Super it's a good, good thing you did so well. Good, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you got his shit together, right? Because, right. I mean, yeah, like, the yeah, first two shots, you give up both goals. You're like, ah, fucking Christ. But, I mean, what are you going to do? Well, that's it. Pull him! We'll just have six men out here. Well, that's it. You're either going to, like, totally crumble or, yeah. Get your shit together. He got his shit together. You know who didn't have their shit together? This guy who ordered a pizza. He did not have his shit together. He pooped on it? Well, not really. This happened in good old Ypsilanti, Michigan, everybody. We all know about Ypsilanti. Uh, this guy went. Well, I don't know. Maybe. All right, we Eastern. don't we don't know nothing about Ypsilanti. Frozic Center. Uh, he this guy ordered some food, right? The guy uh, came, delivered the food. I don't know what kind of food it was. Doesn't really matter. Uh, gave the guy uh, some money. Uh, took the food. Went inside. Uh, what, what do you think the problem was? Wait, he took the money. Yeah. Went inside. Delivery guy. 
Oh. Gives him the food. Okay. The guy gives him money. Oh. Closes the door. Where, where's the problem? Money. Uh, well, he didn't order the food. Nope, nope. Oh. This guy, I gave him counterfeit money. Mm. He paid oh. in some counterfeit money. Yeah. And a, apparently it must have been incredibly counterfeit. Because I don't know. Monopoly. Monopoly. Yeah, here you, here you go. Hey, why is this pink, you yes. motherfucker? So the delivery guy apparently noticed right away. And Why was, is the queen's head on here? <laughs> he was banging on the door, and the guy refused to open the door. He was like, I know you're home, motherfucker! Oh, if you were going to try to pass phony money, what would you use? What would you use? What, like, what denomination? Or? I think I'd take, like, a video game arcade token, and then I'd oh. tell him, this is a Bitcoin. <laughs> sure, yeah, this is, big, this is worth $500. Yeah. It's a shaggy cheese on it, mister. <laughs> it's Bitcoin. Uh, so the cops came. We confused Jamie. With yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jamie. About. I don't think they're. I don't think I there know, actually is a Bitcoin. Are, but aren't they not real? I'm relying on the. Idiot. It's all internet. Yeah, yeah. I'm relying right. on the guy not so, to know. Uh, this is a real physical Bitcoin. All right, all right, okay. all right, all right. There's no such thing. Yes. So the police came, but it's it's weird. It's like the police came. But there were no rep- no arrests reported, and the incident remains under investigation. I don't know. I mean, would you do anything? Like, if someone gave you a $10 bill, we'll say it's a $20 bill. He gave you a $20 bill. It was a $15 uh, order. He's like, keep the change. And they're like, okay. And then you look at it, and it's not Andrew Jackson on the 20. It's Michael Jackson, right? And you're like, oh, shit. Oh, I would like that. Yeah, Jamie would like that. Uh, I mean, what do you do? Do you try and pass it off to someone no, else? I mean, I'm... you just take it to work and you slip it no. in the register and you're like, oh, well, no harm, no foul, right? No, I press charges. That's robbery. If I was the delivery man, I'd yeah. take it back and say the guy wouldn't come to his door and he'd slip me this. Sure. I probably wouldn't call the police oh, in would. front of the... Oh, I totally would. Idiot. What if the dude came out and uh, he was naked and had a gun? Because I just assume that I assume every yeah. lunatic who's got counterfeit you money is going to be naked. To me not leaving. Yeah, and you're like, hey, call the cops, you fat fuck. What? You just you don't you stand there. What? You stand there. You stand there. What? You stay there. As what long you? as you're not like right up next to him. See, I'd go, I'd probably drive halfway down the street, call the boss, and say. Hey, the douche that I just delivered to slipped a phony bill out the door, and now he won't answer the door. What do you want me to do? How do you think this guy thinks he's going to get away with right. it? Right. Well, right. He's an idiot. Right. Clearly, he's an idiot. Clearly, he's going to get arrested. And that's what? That's a federal crime, right? If you're making counterfeit maybe, money. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. And clearly, he even if he's not making it, he knew what it was because, you know, he, how the way he acted. Because why else would he not open the door back up? Right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, man, I just gave you food, right. you fucking idiot. I know you're there, you right. son of a bitch. Right. So, uh, he, he he would be an a-hole of the day. Yeah, so. I totally he wouldn't get away with it. All right. Uh, I know I, I've said before I like to buy a lot of things used. Yeah. Uh, I found a, a quick article here about things that you should always buy used. Cars. No, well, this is kind really? of like smaller things. Oh. But uh, you tell me about this one. The first thing right off the bat, Jamie, uh, you're underwear. the only one. You're, yes, you want to buy used underwear, you sick fuck. Uh, and then you take it to a tanning salon, and then you just leave yes. it for some guy. You just lay on the used tanning salon. Right. 
They're uh, baby and children's clothing. Yeah. Always buy used? Oh, always? Yeah. No, you're not always, but a lot. I know yeah. uh, there would always be like these um, f- school flea markets where people would like put their kids' clothes and stuff mm-hmm. on. Like, I know I got a lot of shirts and things like mm-hmm. that that my mom would buy or we would sell my shit mm-hmm. that I grew out of. So mm-hmm. nothing wrong with that used no. stuff. Uh, second thing, silverware. Always buy used silverware. Is it that expensive? Well, know. it can be. Um, especially, like, I think of, like, for a cabin or something, I totally would buy secondhand. I would buy new. Okay. <laughs> you just don't trust where this came? You, maybe this knife it's was metal. up someone's butt? This knife yeah, was up someone's why? butt? Yeah, they're it usually, usually kind of... They look used. Why so, do I? Well, want? You don't have to buy them. Was it look used? You <laughs> sure. can buy them. Have yeah, you got used. pristine used silverware for me? Well, you can go to an estate sale. Sure. Things like yeah, that. I don't like nice going to estate sales. Other people's trash is not my trash. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, this, this, that, the next one I did not agree with, but it was a uh, sports and exercise equipment. They're like yeah. always buy used. I'm like oh, always. Yeah. So uh, they're saying they they specifically I think we're saying uh, like exercise equipment, but I'm like, like treadmill, or yeah, something. treadmill, stationary bike. But I'm like, it's that's just gonna be shit. It's gonna be used. Yeah, and a lot of swan. I would disagree. Like, and I wouldn't want to buy someone's used like bowling shoes. No, shoes or a, ba- never. a baseball mitt. Never. Oh, that I don't know. Maybe I'd buy like a bat or something, yeah. but well, baseball mitt. Don't you form that kind of to your hand? Like, doesn't it eventually? It can be. All right, sure. Sh- yeah, shoes. No, never would buy those shoes. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, I wouldn't do it. Uh, here's the thing, J- uh, Jason. You're going to disagree with me on this. Books. No. See, I know you. You fucking weirdo. You always want to buy your books new. Not I buy some. Yeah, I buy some used, but I'm telling you, man. You get... Generally, I. It's only if I think it's. One that I'm not really gonna like, then I'll think, oh, if it's cheap enough to use. But otherwise, if it's an author or a book, I think I'm gonna like. All right. It well, looks. The nice thing about buying a new one when I read them, they look mint. Come on! I've read them. You There's fucking... no broken spines. You weirdo! No that means it's, it's been read. It's been read. It's yeah. been loved. Someone wanted to read this and dove right into it. I was at uh, a thrift store day. I bought a um, a Moby Dick book for twenty five cents. Moby Dick, Moby man. Dick. Herman Moby Melville. Dick. Come on. Yeah. I've never read it's it. It's a classic. Yeah, it's yeah. The White Whale. Yeah. They call me Ishmael. Look how big that thing is. Oh, cr- yeah. Oh, are you talking about my penis? No. Hello. <laughs> uh, specialty kitchen appliances? I don't know about that. I thought that was weird. What, like a mixer? Like a bread maker. Oh, maybe. Uh, mixers, know. bread machine. I'm, I'm, no, I, uh, going yeah. back to the book one, I read a used book over the weekend that I bought. Uh, uh-huh. I looked at the, as I was reading, I looked at the cover. I thought, it looks like something's on the cover here. So I wet a piece, of paper, I wet a piece of paper towel and rubbed it on oh, the cover. No. And I held up and the cover, was, the paper towel was kind of brownish. I thought, oh, fuck. Poop! This is why I don't buy used books. Poop! <laughs> Come on! What was the book? Um, All the Wicked Girls. I don't know that one. <laughs> it ain't no fucking uh, Herman Melville, Moby Dick. Oh, uh, and the last one, uh, Movies and Music. So mm-hmm. buy your used DVDs, CDs, records, things of no. that nature. So no, I like no, it. I'm a no on that. Too. I know, I know you would be, but I love go- I love stopping in a thrift store and seeing what I can find. Mm-hmm. So like the uh, yesterday, I found three CDs. 
Uh, best of uh, Steve Miller, Best of Barry Manilow, and the Beatles Magical Mystery Tour. I gave one to Jamie. I made that a Twitter poll. Which one did Jamie take? No. I voted for Best of Barry no. Manilow. Best of Barry Manilow? Wait, I thought it was the one that you got. What? That no. you kept. No. You took the Steve Miller. Yeah, That's what she did. took, everybody. Mm -hmm. She took the Best of Steve Miller. Yeah. And I can't lie. I have seen that CD once. You know how much I paid for the three CDs? A dollar fifty. Oh, That's God. how much I paid. Look at the, the back of it. Together. Look at the back of it. That's what I'm going for. Oh, not that. I meant the back of it. Because that's usually I'll look at them before I buy them. Oh. Yeah, it was fifty cents. He got me a Michael Jackson one not too long ago. Yeah, too. bad. I hope but look at they got their mailing label oh, on it. James and Mary Fry. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> We've got your CD. We got your CD, James and Mary Fry. Now you're it's gonna have to order. A, now you're gonna have to order a box of new cases. Why this? Ah, I don't cracked, care. Broken. I don't care. New cases. I'm just throwing in my car CD and listening to it. But I'll tell you this: I listened to Barry Manilow yesterday. I didn't even you're gonna know a lot more songs than you would probably think by Barry oh, Manilow. Oh, my wife has a Barry Manilow collection, oh, so I probably so. know a lot of them. I can't go wrong with the best of man i will buy almost anybody's best is ships of. on your best of what is ships on your best of barry manilow i don't know i'll have to take a peek i don't it's know it's an ian hunter song if you come to it all right <laughs> what else what do you got for us jason because then we are done since Stu is looking for a job yes, i came across I an article that i thought would be pertinent okay unusual workplace regulations oh god oh, so I just took a few out of there. All right. Job candidates at Tesla are warned not to wear any kind of fragrance to their interview. Hmm. Elon Musk apparently has such a sensitive nose that he can become agitated when confronted with odors. So the man with the name Musk is has got sensitivity <laughs> yes. to odors. All right. So does that mean a like okay I'm spraying this on, or does that mean like your shampoo shouldn't have a smell to it? I don't know. I'm just saying take it easy on the it's, fragrance. They're saying definitely no cologne or okay or extra stuff. Uh -huh. At Netflix, an updated policy on sexual harassment in the workplace Aww. includes no flirting. What? No lingering hugs. What? No asking for colleagues' numbers. Come on. And not looking at anyone for longer than five seconds. What? <laughs> Was that a, that's the new five second rule? Five second rule. You just stare intently for four and a half. Does it matter if it's a body part? I like your shoes. Like who's timing this? One, two, three, four. Louie! <laughs> That's weird. And what was what was it? What? Hugging? No, li no lingering hugging. Like who's hugging at work? This is clearly somebody. Yeah, someone very particular. These rules came up because someone someone was staring for ten seconds. Yeah, there was a creepo right. in their building at the tanning booth. Yeah. All right. Uh, Pete Corielli on his podcast showed uh -huh. recently that he's got a job right now working as a writer on a TV show. Sure. And when he came in. They had a bulletin board, and it was hugs or no hugs, and you had to put <laughs> what category you'd be in, no. and everybody was upset because he promptly put his name under the no hugs category. Why are they, they encouraging hugs? They they were wanting to know beforehand if you were open to hugs or not, right. or you don't want hugs. I don't know, man. I wouldn't go up and hug random coworkers. No. Like I would hug someone I actually like knew. Right. But I want, hey, right. Steve, come over here, buddy. What? Get out of here. Yeah, stare at him for five seconds as the hug is lingering. Yeah, as you pull away. Right. A five-second hug. 
Way what if you're like just staring into space and someone goes, Are you staring at me from our Oh, oh sorry. Jesus, how is that about? Can I, I have your number? I'm like really self conscious of everything then. I, I can kind of often just slip into a motor. I'm just staring sure. into space and somebody might be in my line of vision. I wasn't even looking at I just always wear sunglasses. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right, next. Google has banned talk on politics and other non work subjects that may lead to debates on internal message boards. Uh, good for them. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. Employees at Martha Stewart's Living Omnimedia must follow strict rules when it comes to their desk space to prevent the minimalist design theme being oh. tarnished. Jesus. When I, which Wait, even, then the, one of the rules didn't make sense to me because the rules include using red or black ink exclusively. How did blue ink interfere with the minimalist design? I, I like using blue ink. Yeah, I, I almost know exclusively use blue ink. For, like, you know, it's, sure. it's an original. Right. You know. They've also banned workers from bringing any personal items to work, including novelty mugs and framed photos. That's horrible. Thanks, Martha. This is Martha Stewart. Everything's probably tacky, according to her. The New York Yankees have a no beard rule. Uh-huh. Only mustaches are allowed, and hair on the head must not grow past the collar. Huh. Yeah, there was some weird thing on uh, The Simpsons where George Steinbrenner had this thing about uh, uh-huh. shave, shave your sideburns. <laughs> and it was like he didn't know what it was. And he, got, he shaved like up his head. He was like, shave your sideburns. Like, oh, what the fuck do you want me to do? <laughs> that was pretty funny. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me. A 2012 copy of Apple's Internal Genius Training Student Workbook Revealed some of the rules employees must follow when talking to customers. Negative words such as crash, problem, and bug are banned. And staff are trained to avoid correcting customers or disagreeing with them. And instructed to instead use the phrase, turns out. Now, when I read this, they give an example here. And I thought the the example sounds very passive-aggressive to me. Because you can't, if I'm the customer... They can't tell me I'm wrong, mm-hmm. but the guide in their scenarios where a customer wrongly argues that a program isn't supported on their computer, the Apple staff are advised to reply, turns out it is supported in this version. <laughs> Doesn't that seem... Sounds just fucking awful. <laughs> Wait, but they're not supposed to say... They can't say you're wrong. Turns out is the phrase. So they go, <sighs> turns out... <laughs> when you say, I'm not allowed to use a blue pen at my workplace. Turns out, Jamie... You are not to use <laughs> Awful. You're not. You can fuck yourself. Well, I don't, but I'm just using that. Yeah. Go fuck yourself. That kind of stuff gets me angry. Here's one that might anger you more. Birchbox employees are instructed, in order to help with prioritization, to give a deadline for responses in every internal email they send, even for simple questions. Oh, I would get fired <sighs> so quickly. Are we going to lunch today? Respond in 10 minutes. <laughs> I would just not ever read my emails. <laughs> I didn't then see I can... that before the deadline. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm not like, oh my God, I don't want I to work be... in corporate America ever. Well, this is all now, corporate America shit. Well, even God, now, like, I get so, we get so many emails because when somebody checks in, and I'll, I mean, I can't, we just get so, so many emails because it goes to the whole team. And I just get overwhelmed. <laughs> and, you know, like some of those aren't even met for me, but it's for the whole team, just so that in case we're covering for somebody. But then if you have to, like, respond, respond in the next hour, oh, <laughs> I would just, yeah, I'd be done. I would be done. I couldn't do it. Got two more extreme ones. 
Call center workers at Norwegian insurance company DNB protested in 2012 after a shocking new rule was implemented. Company bosses had introduced a high-tech surveillance system that would alert them when an employee spent too long away from their desk with only eight minutes a day allotted for toilet breaks. It's the surveillance bullshit. It, it, it's a police goddamn state. Get rid of the fucking ring doorbells. It does remind me of an incident. We I always call these things tchotchkes, like the scraper oh, I brought yeah. you. Oh, sure. And so a lot of companies that would call us, particularly when we had a retail office location, sure. would bring in tchotchkes. Yeah. And one brought a timer one time. Because I would oh, always, no. I would always figure out what was fun to do with these tchotchkes. They sure. And they brought a timer, and you could set the time and then wind it down. And their purpose was, if your customer had a fire, they would respond within sixty minutes. Mm. Well, I turned it to three minutes, and wrote up a sign, and said, huh. and put it then in the bathroom. Installed it in the unisex bathroom on our floor, and said, due to complaints, management. Management is hereby instituting a policy of using the three toilet minutes within three or less. minutes or less. Please start the timer as soon as you're seated. Did you do it? Well, the funniest thing was we had this girl working with us as a, as a receptionist at the time. She comes back and she didn't know we'd done this. She comes back and goes, Did you see what's in the bathroom? <laughs> Complaining. Yeah, I saw it. That is the only time I have. <laughs> Man. What's the last one? In 2014, a new employee rule at National Health Service Hospitals in England banned medics and other emergency staff from drinking hot drinks in public areas mm. in case patients mm-hmm. took offense, believing their doctors and nurses were slacking. Oh. So I think I thought it was going to be like a safety issue. <laughs> that's what right, I thought. That's yeah, what I thought. Fucking everybody deserves a break. I mean, I don't know. Maybe they're just encouraging you to go to the staff lounge or whatever. Uh, I hate corporate America. Well, thanks for sharing that, Jason. So um, some of the things to be prepared for is to nope. search for jobs out in the workplace. Nope. Although, based on your story of I'm going gonna... to a place that smelled of weed, yeah. um, you might not have a prompt worry of running into those rules. I'm going to end up working for Dots forever. So uh, that's the podcast, everybody. I don't know why you listen, but thank you for listening. I do appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Uh, every Monday and Thursday is the freebie. We got the... Uh, Patreon on Saturday, giving out a sweet, sweet gift this coming Saturday. So if uh, if you want in for that, uh, subscribe to the Patreon, listen to the last Saturday's podcast, and you can get in for it. And uh, oh, I got a show on Thursday, everybody. Thursday night, it's a ten o'clock show, so that won't affect the podcast at all. But uh, if you want to come out, it's New Holland Brewery over there on Bridge Street in Grand Rapids. It'll be a whole lot of fun. Like the fan page on Facebook and Twitter, and that's it. We're done? Is that it? That's it. We're done, right? Kick it. Are we done, Jason? Done. All right, we're done. See you guys on Thursday.